Hello, this is episode one of Simon's Taxi Chronicles. I have been a Uber slash bolt driver for the last month and the amount of experiences and the different kinds of people I bump into, I give a ride from A to B the stories that they have have been so intriguing when I've been telling people. People said I must, I should start a podcast. So this is going to be about episode after episode, but it's going to be short five to maybe 10 minutes stories of what other people in the world are going through. And sometimes I'll be involved. Sometimes I'll just be that fly in the wall who's listening. Anyway, this first story I'm going to tell you about has passion, drive, jealousy, true love, loneliness, and desperation. It's half, it's one in the morning, and I've been driving for the last 16 to 18 hours. I know it's too long but you got to earn that cheddar, baby. Anyway, I see that last job that I shouldn't really be doing, but I'm going to go home. But Uber won't let me do that home drive where you put your postcode in and they give you jobs on your way home. What Uber really saying is, we can't do that now. We need you out there, so you're going to carry on. Anyway. So I come to this last pickup. It's a man and a woman. I don't really see the man because he's standing to the rear of the vehicle. But then he taps on the window and waves. This young lady gets in the back. I don't really see her. I never look at the passengers. I just ask them their name, say good evening or good night or good morning, whatever the time of the day or night it is. And off we go. As we drive on, I say, is everything okay? I, have you got your seatbelt on? You know, do you want to have a conversation? That kind of thing. As the woman gets in, she says, I'm ready. I said, oh, the man's not getting in. He says, no. I said, okay. So I'm driving off down the road. I said, you okay, man? She said, yes. Then I hear some funny noises about five minutes later. So I said, are you okay? She said, yes. I said, okay. So I drive a little further, and I hear these noises again. And they're going, hmm, 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 hmm. I said, you're not going to be sick in my car, are you? No, 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 I'm okay. I'm just sad. You're sad? Now, this is a cue for more conversation or for me to be a good listener. So what do I do? The gentlemanly thing. I start to listen. Why are you sad? I love my boyfriend. <laughs> and he only wants to see me once a week. That's not nice. Just ask him to see you more. I'm sure he'll understand. No. He only wants to see me once a week. I said, have you asked him? She said, no. 
Now, as the conversation goes on, I notice a, an acquired accent in her voice. It turns out she's French, really French. She argumentatively, she's dismissing the beret. So you, I cannot do a French accent, but I will try my best. I'm too proud to ask him that I want to see him more. Well, love, if you're too proud, you're going to lose out because there's more than enough women out there who are too proud to get what they want. She said, no, but I love him so. I love him. Okay, well, you're going to have to say something, but ask him if you want to see him more because if he doesn't want to see you, then you know something's up. Now, I'm not usually the kind of guy that's going to rain on another man's parade if he's playing a game and doing whatever, but this woman seems like she's in distress, so I must do the gentlemanly thing. So are you going to ask him? Oh, no, I'm so proud. I'm just, why, why can't he just want to see? Maybe because he's English and I'm French. You know, there's a difference in culture. I said, listen, love is only one language. It goes above all cultures and all religions. If you think he feels the same way, then talk to him and see what he says. Oh, no, I just think the cultures are different. I don't know. Anyway, she's, she's got big brown eyes. She's got hair that goes down to past her shoulder. And she's got a very petite little figure. She looks nice. She actually looks quite innocent, like butter wouldn't melt in her mouth. But you can see she's a lot going on in her head. And she's a bit tipsy, well, quite a bit tipsy. But she's just said, it's good. I really like the fact I can talk to you. I like, I just need to express and tell everybody, tell everybody my, tell everybody my, um, my feelings. Well, tell you my feelings. I said, well, okay. I'm a person you should really be telling the feelings. You really should be telling him, but I'll listen. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just driving. Oh. So, what is your name? Seymour. For anybody who knows French, that's Simon from French. Ah, yeah, I've traveled a little. So then I throw a little pizzazz on it. Je m'appelle Seymour. Oh, oui. Je m'appelle Maria. Nice to meet you, Maria. Nice to meet you, Simon. Okay. Now someone starts to get stroking my arm, stroking my forearm. I'm trying to drive, but she's choking. Then she's putting her head on my shoulder. She's sitting at the back behind me. Now, I'm a good guy. <laughs> I'm a good guy. But sometimes you've got to call on a good Lord to help you uh, on a serious note. So she's really letting her heart out. She's really, really letting her heart out. And you can see it's not about me. And then she goes on to tell me how she's lonely and she has no family here and she has no friends and she just loves her boyfriend. And then it appeals, it occurs to me that there's some people who are really going around this world alone. 
and they find something and they cling onto it like a leech. Maybe a leech is not the best term to use, but they cling on to it. And um, they make it their all. But because they've made it their all doesn't mean it is their all. And I think this was the case with the women. Yeah. I'm telling the lady, it's kind of time to go now. Now this is, shows the caliber of the man. Because I didn't say I'll walk you to the door. I just said, lady, it's time for you to go. She said, oh, thank you so much for listening to me. Oh, oh. She gets out. So I go to do a U-turn and just drive off. And then I think, let me just make sure she goes in the door. So she starts to blow and kisses and all these things. And I'm like, okay, that's nice. But go. I'm a gentleman and a scholar, for those who know me. <laughs> and I saw her get back into the car. Yeah, sorry, not the car. Gretchen, her house. And I drove off. Now, many a man would have been weak. Many a cabbie driver, taxi driver. And it ended up on the 10 o'clock news. <laughs> For a misdemeanor. Yes, when she wakes up and she decides, no, she wasn't happy. But anyway, on a serious note, what I learned from that little incident is that people must teach themselves not just to confide in one person and one hope. And that just because something glitters, it is not gold. I think I will end on that note. Anyway, that is my first story from Simon's Taxi Chronicles. There will be more. I'll be telling you a story every day, basically. I should try and keep it down to five or ten minutes. This has gone over. But happy to hear your thoughts on the story and we look forward to hearing from you more. Good night.